0: What's up, humans? Welcome back to the Human Music Podcast. I'm Luke Rain, and this is episode 79, Finding Balance as a Music Producer. We all want to produce more music, but it's also important to find balance in our lives and stay mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy. We got together with our humans in the Dojo TV chat to discuss healthy habits on exercise, stretching, yoga, nutrition, meal prep, smoking weed, using substances for creativity, taking cold showers, breathing techniques, getting enough sleep, getting too much sleep, and much more. The song of the week that you hear behind me is from our boy Tesco. It's called Monsters Are Real. It's spooky season, so, you know, you need some spooky tunes for yourself. You can go stream it or buy it with the links right down below. And uh, please support our sponsors while you're down there. Dojo TVs, first up. That's why we recorded this Episode, you could have been there in the chat with us and the ninjas and all the humans. Uh, And then the weekly download, where you can learn from Bill Gates and his private weekly group lessons and get access to over 250 more episodes in the archive for just 20 bucks a month. And guest practices, where you can learn from Seth Drake at the Approach Institute. He's the best engineer we know, and your first class is free. All right, humans. With that, let's get into the episode. Hello, people
1: of Earth, this is Tesco with Rip Kenny and Trap Jesus, and you're listening to the, uh, Human Music Podcast.
0: Woo! Hmm. Human Music Podcast. I like it. Going live! Fuck! We'll do it live!
2: Morning. <laughs>
1: what's up dojo tv
0: yo so we just had to address what's just above us in the chat over here uh apparently shit got wild on six streets track feedback yesterday at the done? end as where, it does. where OGK said everybody should go watch Fear and Loathing and don't do LSD. But, you know, then Sixth Street said, but do LSD. Got it, OGK. OGK says we don't condone this behavior in the dojo and secret guests let us know. Do 2CB instead, where Tess then said, seriously, that's my absolute favorite for sex. So I guess the moral of the story is bang on 2CB. This is not a statement that has been approved by the FDA. Yeah, I
1: just want to put it out there. Uh, We do not endorse this statement. Just free idea
0: out into the ether. I mean, you know, you can't endorse something until you've tried it. So next week on the Human Music Podcast, (laughs) the topic will be 2CB and sex (laughs) and you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Damn, son, this 2CB is fire. <laughs> hey, we got Sepros in the chat saying, yo, yo, what up? Yo, yo, What's yo. up, Sepros? Big good. ups. Let's big it, ups, homies. humans. Big up. Yeah, big up. So big if cool. any of y'all read the, uh, the email that came in from the dojo about an hour ago, you would have known that we had a guest scheduled, Exy, super dope DJ that I saw play Uh, at the local stage of base canyon and then super randomly synchronistically met in the you know super long cattle run back to the back to the camping just happened to be walking right behind me and somebody recognized him and said something out loud so i could turn around and meet him it was going to be great it will happen in the future he's dealing with some, you know, unspecified personal something something or other that uh that uh, he let us know he's not going to be able to be here today. So, bummer on that. So, we're going to wing a totally different subject unprepared, but you know, come on y'all know us. We don't prepare. Yeah. Start dropping those questions too yeah, right if now. Yeah, you questions.
1: Put them in the chat. Slap it into the a, building. The chat
0: Slapzilla always be coming in with the clutch question. So oh, now that now that Slap's here, here <laughs> but what what we're gonna start with uh, as our uh, as our first thing we're doing here is we're gonna talk about balance. Balance. <gasps> um, how does one balance? How does a human go from being a person who wants to be a total producer, working their butt off, making music every day, and also balance that with taking care of yourself and your human body—that uh, you know—so it doesn't fall apart by the time we're forty or whatever, and 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 we're not just you know dead to the world at that point. How do we achieve that balance? right spoiler alert no. none of us knows <laughs> but we're gonna f- we're gonna <laughs> so, see if I we can share some tips I and I tricks did. and if any of y'all know yeah harder we're gonna see yeah. anything a, at all bad. in the chat give us a yeah, shout out all, yeah. we'll talk it's about good. whatever you say swear to god <laughs> True. are like ron burgundy if it's on the prompter we will <laughs> read it <laughs> Go fuck, yourself, <laughs> yeah, like, go fuck yourself, San
2: Diego. Yeah, go fuck yourself, San Diego. You fucking is, whale's vagina. Band, participation uh, encouraged and actually needed because this is this is a topic that I actually like is very near and dear to my thought process right now. Um, as uh, getting towards the finish line on this album, just like daily stuff, like my reminder on my phone that pops out, like, "Hey, you need to work out." And I'm like, (laughs) are you serious, dude? I got to finish this album. Are you joking? Like, I'm not going to work out right now. I have too much shit. Do you even know me? Phone? Like, obviously, I'm not going to do that. Like, whoever put that reminder in there is stupid. Um, (laughs) But, like, it's, like, nearly impossible, especially for something like music where, like, as you get good at it, like, and you realize like how much of your time and effort you need to put into it, it it like kind of blocks off the rest of like keeping your human operating function. It's all like, no, that's not important. And that's not important. No, I need to finish the song. Like that's, that's the only thing that exists. And obviously that's not healthy either. And, you know, for instance, like I was thinking to myself, like, okay, so right now you're finishing an album and you're prioritizing literally everything under the finishing of the music but then like it's not like this is the only time that this type of period in your life is going to be happening it's not like this is the only album and the only collection of songs you're ever going to make and say they did actually do as like well as i would want like it's not like you're just going to have a bunch more time and less deadlines and less pressure to finish stuff so it's not like a good excuse at any time to ignore your humanly duties to keep yourself running at at top performance so yeah that's really really the genesis of this for me and yeah what do you guys think like what I think what good what news is, it comes from
0: people who are relaxed Morty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and uh so you know do some <laughs> yoga
0: i guess <laughs> That's funny That's, as fuck. I, it's good for me, I know. I don't do enough of it these days. This whole pandemic thing's really killed my ability to go to a yoga studio and uh you know, I know it's really if I walk or drive somewhere else to where I pay money to a human who says this is lasting an hour, it's really easy for me to do yoga for an hour or an hour and a half or any kinds of workouts at all that mm-hmm. I walked there and signed up for, but When I'm at my house, there's just way too many distractions for me to get past like, you know, that five minutes of I did a couple of stretches. I don't feel quite as bad as I did. And now I'm going to go sit again and just re deepen this rut in my muscles of sitting in this same fucking chair all the time. Uh, You know, it's 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 a thing. Um, But yeah, like you said, Mm -hmm. this one album that you feel is so important right now or that's one single you got to finish or whatever one thing you your conscious brain can convince you to neglect your health for is not going to be the last thing and you got to find a way to balance this shit i know i got to find a way to balance this shit. one thing i've been thinking about is routines you know little things to uh little things to help us get you know on track like routines like morning routines the morning pages are a good one and i've also been making sure to hydrate in the morning when i first wake up before caffeine that's been really helpful uh wakes my brain up before i jolt my brain with caffeine hey yeah cheers to that water break stay
2: stay hydrated Hmm. stay hydrated
0: and i've also been thinking about like what could be an evening routine that i get into to wind myself down you know like stop my screen time you know do some maybe stretching again maybe you know maybe meditation i don't know exactly yet but i that's something i wrote about in my morning pages today which just goes to show that morning pages are a helpful part of routine cuz if you don't know what to write about you can write about well, why is my life so unbalanced let me examine this <laughs>
2: Yeah, I feel oh, like that's what my mor- morning pages like always turn into, like a self critique of like, why are you fucking up so? Hard? <laughs> like, that's li- literally why are always, you like this? Yeah, why are you yeah. like this? You idiot! Oh my god, do better, do better! Like you, no excuses. Don't be a fucking jellyfish. Like, be a more big animal that does cooler things. Um, one be thing a wolf. I actually, <laughs> yeah. bite things with your face for dinner. Uh, See, I wanted, I wanted to say that, but being a wolf, like, even though I do identify very, very strongly with a wolf creature, it's, it's so cliche to be like, "Don't be a wolf," you know, or "Be a lion," and then I just got, you know, I just got stuck in between things. One thing that I actually found, because I sometimes struggle to write morning pages, even though, yes, even (laughs) though it is like so beneficial to help like clear your mind of those like. Point at yourself, do better things. Like those float around and like poison your subconscious, right? So it's tough for me to keep a regular habit of doing morning pages because it's just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, but I could just start working on this song because I know I have a I have a list in my head of shit that I need to work on. I actually combined my daily guitar riff uh, and singing, you know, exercise into writing like a just you know i write a guitar riff say it's like a chorus and then i will write uh you know lyrics that are morning pages type stuff you know something i've been thinking about or like a something your subconscious bubbles up and then write them out come up with a melody for it sing it in export it and that's you know an an idea for later if it's good great if not who cares but it's like It's good practice combining all of the things that I want to be doing. I guess that's kind of how my brain works, though. It's like I need to have like a set efficient purpose for everything that I'm doing. Otherwise, I can't make it a routine. And like you said, routines are like king when it comes to changing your life. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's that's something I've picked up on, like figure out a way to to basically sneak in those things you need to do for yourself by combining them with something else maybe that you uh, that you find more enjoyable or that is more creatively stimulating. Yeah, one thing that's worked
1: real well for me as well is realizing that you will inevitably fail and no matter how strong your character is or how much you want to do the right thing, sometimes you just will not and that's because you know, if you're especially I found when I was like working full time, and then I'd come back and try to enforce all these great habits, like, I'm going to cook a meal, and then I'm going to produce and I'm going to get this much done. And I'm going to do this, this and that, and I have five things on the list. And then I do one or two. And then I hate myself because I'm like, man, I was hoping to be a lot further, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I guess two things. One is realizing that if you're aiming higher and trying to better yourself and do all these things, you're constantly gonna be falling short of where you're at. That's how you keep achieving more than if you just set goals, like right at the threshold of what you can do, right? That's at least it means that you're pushing yourself to do more. It's kind of makes me think of that quote of like, shoot, shoot to the moon. And even if you miss, you'll land among the stars or whatever. It's like the same kind of idea, right? Um, And the other thing is, if you're, Character will inevitably fail and your willpower will be exhausted, and all of these things. And you know that your actions are inconsistent with what you want to be doing. Then I always think of the path of least resistance. Everything in nature follows that. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can make what you want to be doing the easier thing to be doing, you will do it way more often than if it is one of the harder options to do. So, for example, when I was working on music, and I had my own apartment. I had, you know, two, three weeks where I was going in on writing some songs. And I turned my whole living room to a vocal booth. I turned my couch on its side, and then propped blankets like all across my living room. There was one chair in front of the computer, right? Um, you know, like, game systems, like unplugged, like all that stuff. Like, you know, I like gaming. I don't think there's anything bad with it, but like I don't want it to be the easiest choice when I come home exhausted and I know I'm supposed to be working because one game turns into three and then you're watching Netflix after because you're already in that momentum. So just don't even let the momentum build up. You know, like take if if you're, for example, if you're uh, your your laptop's in a specific room, like I started writing way more music when I just set it on the couch where I found myself always crashing after work. And now I can sit back, be a potato for the next two hours because I'm exhausted, but at least my laptop and mic are right next to me. And I can just lay there, grab the thing. If I have ideas, do to do, go back, whatever my laptop's there, I can produce all that stuff. And it's real comfy. And I'm not forcing myself to sit upright in my studio and be like all proper about this shit and be worried about, mic placement and blah, 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 ideal listening environment, all of this stuff. And just realize that like, man, I'm coming home and not achieving the goal I've set for myself, which is sit in the studio and make music. How do I raise the bar or how do I bring the bar a bit lower so that I can consistently collect this win
0: every single day and not get distracted by side stuff? Yeah, Yeah, I really like, I really like this concept a lot of making the better thing that you would prefer to do that you would intend to do the easier thing to do. Uh, I do that with meal prep sometimes. where it's like, you know, sometimes the biggest barrier to eating a healthy meal is how long it takes to eat a healthy meal compared to like opening a bag of chips, you know, But then if you like, okay, you finally get the I'm going to chop a shit ton of vegetables to make a salad. And how much time of that is like getting out all the vegetables, putting away all the vegetables and then cleaning up the counter afterwards, right? Like that is like probably half the total time, no matter if I, if I chop one, you know, one salad bowls worth of vegetables or the next 10 salads worth of vegetables at the same time. So what I would do is I would fill like my biggest mixing bowl in the kitchen with all the chopped vegetables and then take like two handfuls out for this salad. And then next time I'm hungry, it's like, well, I could eat this granola bar or I could take a handful of salad and pour dressing on it and I'm eating a healthy meal. And it's basically the same amount of effort And I will feel better if I eat the salad. So I'll do that now. And, you know, there it is. It's there for a stir fry. It's there for, you know, and similar, you know, it's kind of similar with like doing all the nighttime sessions to prep for a studio session. It's like I, I had Sam Shoemaker over last night and we I banged out two beats really quick because I only used sounds that I had prepped in the last couple of weeks and put in folders that were really easy to find. It's like, oh, you like this tempo? Here's a bunch of stuff at this tempo. Boom, 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 boom. Here's some loops. Now here's some one shots to fill in the spaces. Wow, a beat just came together. All right, let's make a second one. You mm-hmm. know? Finding finding those things to to prep so that what you actually want to do in your life is
2: the actual easiest thing to do. Yeah. Dude, honestly, the nutrition, like day to day is probably the biggest thing that i could improve upon i I, uh, admittedly do not eat enough salads or anything like that uh can you can you share some of your favorite like you know healthy easy to put together you know might require some prep or whatever like breakfast and lunches like dinners is fine because you got like some time set aside to put it together and it's kind of a team effort with me and my girl but lunches and stuff terrible for myself i mean having having the, that bowl of prepped
0: chopped vegetables and you can just like throw it in a pan and crack a couple eggs on top of it and you got protein and veggies and fiber and vitamins first thing in the morning that's like really good you know i think so like that that same principle really applies um you know and then also just like if you got time in the evening Make way too much food so you have some extra for lunch tomorrow just already in the Tupperware. All you got to do is heat it up or eat it cold. Fuck it. You know, like either way, you know, if you make a big healthy meal when you got time, one of my favorites I call beef down and I'll like brown a pound of ground beef uh, with maybe some like onions and mushrooms and spices in it. And then at the same time, I'll have like a pot where I've got some like diced sweet potatoes or potatoes boiling. And on top of that, I'll put my metal colander full of chopped vegetables, probably from that same bowl of chopped vegetables in the fridge, and just dump those in there and steam them on top. And then I just pour everything together and cover it in butter and you know, soak up all the beef fat with it. And mm. it's got everything you need. It's super delicious because the beef fat's on all the veggies, um, a lot of butter in there, that good kerrygold butter I like to use and and a little bit of that pink salt, and then boom, you know, you're done.
2: That Sounds shit's cool. super
0: good. And the longer that shit sits around, the flavors all kind of mush together. So it's like, you know, it just keeps getting better. So if you make like a huge pot of it, you know, it's like your next five meals. And uh yeah. keep getting better. <laughs> and it just keep, every time you eat it, it keeps getting better. Yeah. It's it keeps Man. really well. Yeah, I
1: love anything where you can just make a bunch at a time. Like chili is such a good one. You just throw a bunch of shit in, throw some spices, makes your house smell amazing. Mm. And then you have food for a couple of days. Pasta sauce is really amazing too. Cause you can just separate it out into bowls and just take a few days worth out at a time. Uh and there's some like good pastas you can find too, like made out of chickpea or black beans and stuff like that. Um and then my my favorite go-to is just buy, just buy a pack of chicken breasts, some peppers, some mushrooms, some onions, literally just chop that shit up, portion it off into four bags, and then throw some spices in and you have like two, three weeks worth of fajitas. And uh, you can just take it out of the freezer, stick it in the fridge the night before. It's like good enough to break apart with your hands and then just squeeze some out of the bag into the thing. And you just, cook some, you just slap it into a tortilla, eat that with yogurt. It's so easy. It takes maybe like... So you had me until separation. fajita yogurt, huh? You mean fajita like ta- and yogurt. Tatsiki? I'm thinking sour cream. I just cream. Do Greek yogurt or Balkan yogurt. Okay. On, on the fajita? Not on it. Like I'll put the fajita in the tortilla and then I'll yeah. eat that and then I'll take a thing of yogurt. Okay. okay.
2: You no, know, really I've, never, I've never tried it, so I can't, I can't knock it.
0: Uh yeah, I'm just new to It me. is. I, anybody in the chat amazing. ever do the pairing of Greek yogurt and fajitas? Uh like, I, I want to like, see if anybody unfl- else is on this.
2: Just like unflavored, right? Just like normal, like straight. Yeah, off, yeah, right? yeah.
1: Like Greek or Balkan yogurt. It's got a yeah. bit of a taste to it, but it's not. Yeah. Like,
2: it's kind of like honestly, like unflavored Greek yogurt, or what I don't know what if it's called unflavored, but it's got like kind <laughs> <Original>? of a mentional? <laughs> yeah? It's got like kind of a tang to it, which I like. I could kind of see that would go with fajita. Yeah, Chat's back me up here. You got to try this. You sure your fajita isn't like made of like lamb and you put it on like a pita bread and then you got like yogurt that's actually got like some dill in it and,
0: yes like, wow yeah the, really the chat good. is really backing you up apparently rip kenny oh, and i are just a not Jets. up on this shit oh my god right dude. just like oh this a fair amount of people jumping let's in behind go. you oh all right yeah you know, just that's like, let's probably see what my the, favorite go-to meal let's see what yeah. the let's see what the chat's talking about for, for healthy shit you know let's see uh we got uh we got sephro saying take your vitamins can't argue Mm. with that shit uh i've i've heard you should uh research your kind of vitamins because if they take too long to dissolve uh you just you just poop out whole vitamins so get get fast dissolve vitamins uh (laughs) um yeah i heard a a vitamin sales rep called the the ones that are
2: too slow dissolving bowl ringers what is, is the vitamin? Tesco. Is the vitamin he was selling like the foremost expert in breaking down before you shit it out? Yeah, probably. But yeah. you know, you know, just a thought.
0: Uh, uh secret I mean, guest it's on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> secret guest says, "Uh, it keeps weight." weights in his studio that makes sense that way you know you can be sitting there listening to your song thinking what the hell am i supposed to do next and you just take a step to the side and you know get a little pump on i'm into that
2: you know if your mix isn't heavy you just throw that 45 plate on your speaker (laughs) dude anytime you're bouncing something freezing flattening opening a project there's some sort of loading bar or anything like stand up and stretch like (coughs) It is the simplest hack that I can give literally everyone. It works every single time to give you just a little bit more energy. And it's perfect too, because that loading bar always takes like 30 seconds to a minute. Or if you're like me and have like four arrangements of the same song that you haven't committed to either one yet and freezing and flattening something takes four minutes because the whole arrangement is way too long. Then you can do, like, basically a whole yoga stretch routine. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Bring out some push-ups, do some
0: squats. That's a good call. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one from Sephros talks about riding a bike because he finds that uh, finding a type of exercise that doubles as fun helps with the motivation to do it. Amen.
2: I feel you on the bike, bro.
0: Yeah, I know you do. Uh, fucking this week on the Mr. Bilk podcast, uh, Dylan and Bill were talking about uh, – about a lot of things and then they got to mountain biking and then ridiculous uh how dangerous it can be and talked about uh matt the alien and dangerous. rip Kennedy's uh yeah. each each had some pretty epic uh epic <laughs> uh crashes last year and injuries so uh, you it's, know glad know. glad you're doing a lot better there evan and you know thoughts go out to matt the alien dude you yeah i definitely
2: i didn't get it nearly as bad as he did i i think it's so funny though it's like Mom, I finally made it. Like I'm on like an official like big producer podcast. Like tons of people listen to this. Like my name's out there. But like they didn't talk about the music at all. They just <laughs> talked about how hard I ate shit on my mountain bike. Yeah, like, really hard.
0: But in the context of really dope producers, that mountain bike. So it's like implied that you were worth talking about on this producer podcast because they were only talking about that. Okay. Bill and Matt the Alien and you are all dope people in the music space that all mountain bike and that some of y'all have uh, ate shit
2: (laughs) i mean fair enough i i gotta listen to i haven't listened to it so i gotta i gotta hear the context for myself i just think that's so funny it's
0: it's a really really good episode overall dylan's actually interviewing bill about his new album mostly um so yeah it's a switcheroo episode uh Definitely, everybody go check that out. Obviously, y'all producer nerds who like podcasts. If you're not listening to the Mr. Bill podcast, you're silly. Plus, oh, he's got a new theme song, which is really good. It's really good. Highly dude, recommend. Guy, Damn, we need a theme
2: song. So <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. What do you mean? We got a hook. I, I like it. <laughs> do we just got a hook. I like it. it. No, oh. beat, no <laughs> beat, just a hook.
0: Hey, sometimes that's all you need.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, Plus remember there was party. that old Murphy Lee song? Yo, what's the hook gonna be? Yo, we don't need a fucking hook on this beat. We'll just flip it. We'll be like, uh, yo, how the a beat gon' look? We don't need a fucking beat on this hook.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, old ass rap references. Hi. Hi, guys. That's me. Um, let's see. New Maps talking about journal entries said, their journal entries have been like that lately. Instead of motivating me, they make me stand back and think, fuck, I'm insane. To which me and Evan were both like, yeah, yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're all crazy. Don't worry about that. Um, (laughs) Slapsilla asked, do you guys have any favorite weed strains that enhance your creative production Mm. capabilities? Mm. For me, no, they are all performance uh, shifting. I wouldn't say detrimental or enhancing either way. It's just I am a different producer when I'm high on weed. Than I was, and I get different types of shit done. If I'm high, I'll usually pick different types of tasks. You know, you know, Mm -hmm. like uh, you know, smoking weed and organizing your library. You know, can it can make that tedious task feel a little more interesting, which is cool. Uh, but no particular strain there. I think you know, go with what you like. If you're into if you're into heady sativas, do that. If you're into chill ass indicas, do that. You know, but you know, do what you like or smoke zero weed. I'm, I endorse all those things. How about you?
2: Yeah, I feel like it's it's like purpose built for nighttime sessions or like experimentation or, you know, creative explorations. Um, as far as like writing a song, I mean, like honestly, Dylan nailed it in the ill methodology. Like, you, Like you start to finish, you like can't be in that headspace because you just end up going down too many rabbit holes. But it is – incredible for sound design incredible for modular it's super fun to just sit there and drool over sounds like it, it's so much fun um and also if you're like you know what well, well in like you have the structure of the beat and like everything is there except you're trying to just make stuff cooler like that's also a good time for it because you're just like you get into more of a oh i could do this and oh i could do that and it's not it's not for anything that's like going to change the face of the song right like oh like this sound is so basic oh i could do this and i could layer it with that and then ultimately you'll have to wake up sober the next day and be like okay let's rain rain it in here this layer acts that doesn't need to be there at all this 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 entire idea is just overcomplicated, but this piece of sound design oh my god it's so good um it, you just need to balance the two right right mm-hmm. balance, balance. Theme of the podcast here oh okay. he said the Coming thing that's circle. in the name of the episode cool. oh cool. yeah I, I did i did I did do that. It's like a thesis like, statement in a five paragraph essay. You gotta like
0: really <laughs> it's hammer that like shit home.
2: Yeah, you gotta hammer it. Motif, but, that no, keyboard. I'm, yeah, those are classic. <laughs> they they both have their place. They both have their place.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh I'm a little mixed on it. I think I agree with Sephiroth here. As much as I like indulging, I'ma always promote abstinence. OG as my favorite strain because uh, I think uh it it definitely can be a beneficial thing and i without fail every time after going a couple weeks without it have some kind of breakthrough when i sit down but i think honestly it's a little overrated i think people just like to feel good when they do shit instead of not feeling good when they do shit and uh people will back it up and say it does a lot for them and i'm not saying uh doesn't have a bunch of amazing benefits, but uh, as somebody that likes it, I feel like if I'm gonna stay unbiased, I don't particularly condone it in terms of creativity because I think in the long term, the performance enhancing benefits and focus you get outweighs you know whatever creative stuff that being said, you know, I'm also not talking to the person who is been very sheltered and like never had any mind altering experience. But to the people who are questioning like, "Eh, should I stop for a while? Should I maybe like, yeah, take a period without it and make a
0: make a choice for yourself, you know, weed breaks are a great idea. I did one last week of like four days, I did one at the beginning of the year of like four months, you know, so I did about seven years off for a while there. You know, there's, yeah. Wow. You know, sometimes you need Holy the breaks. Shit. I mean high though, just on that seven years off thing, I thought the reason I quit because weed gives me anxiety. And when I started again I realized, oh no, I'm anxious all the time. When I get high is the only time I can pretend oh, I'm not. not. And yeah. so I guess I needed that time to like grow up a little bit. And then when I came back to it I was like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to specifically smoke to examine this anxiety and learn to just dive headfirst into it and get down in the mud with it and like figure out this stuff. And it was actually a really helpful tool once I wasn't afraid of that space. Um, Mm. And yeah,
2: that's a, go, go,
0: continue. I was going to say, and as far as like anybody who doesn't really smoke weed, tolerance is real as fuck. Like if you smoke weed every day, then it's no different if you just like also smoke While you're producing Because that's just your mind state That's that's where you're at That's what your chemical balance is used to Balance again But if you never smoke weed And you're like Oh yeah I'm going to smoke this strain That my homie said makes them really creative And then get shit done No you won't No you won't No you won't You will get really high And not know what to do with yourself Most likely So yeah tolerance is real as hell If you don't know how to operate in that dimension You might as well just fucking Take and ate the mushrooms and look at your keyboard, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I also what want to this? uh, uh, reference what Goosetronics is saying, and this is the main reason why I don't condone it because I kind of feel the same. And he's saying, I have serious trouble stopping, and uh, I feel like it goes in and out of phases, you know, where it's like, I don't personally find like, um, I don't know. I just think it gets overhyped a lot. And I think this stuff can be a slippery slope. And then you find yourself in a position where you're like, oh, it's actually difficult. And I'm having trouble sleeping and eating and all this stuff now. So, uh, you know, I think being mindful of it. But if you find yourself in that kind of position, I think it's better not to. And I think all of the benefits that people talk about uh, creatively anyway, are a little overhyped and you'll more benefit from the productivity boost than you will feeling good in the studio. The productivity boost of sobriety. Is
0: yeah, just, you mean? Yeah.
1: yeah, just staying more focused. Like, the way I see it is, like, um, if uh, I'm not, like, hard to one or the other side, but I think there is a difference in your approach to getting a task done when you're, like, I want to feel good and sit down and do this thing versus when you're, like, I do not give one single fuck about my feelings and I am just going to be productive. Like I'm going to be a machine. And those are like two different kind of, I don't want to say states you could go into, but those are two very different approaches. And I think you need times for both. And uh, if you're always just treating it as a fun thing, but you're trying to make this a a serious career, then you definitely need phases where you're not, you know, your breaks aren't used to go take another toke. And, and your refresher is something a little more productive where you actually go meditate and you stay focused at the task at hand because uh, man, I could go on this rabbit hole for a while, but I think there's a lot of things right now that give us these spikes of dopamine and uh, take our attention on on all these tangents and rabbit holes and it's just it's just another thing that kind of feeds that cycle. And I think uh, when you're going through a period where you're really focused, I think doing like a dopamine detox, I know it's kind of like a pseudoscience term and not really proven, but I do think there is a benefit to just, again, taking a period where you stop taking your, se- your good feelings into consideration and you stop caring about making the priority feeling good in the studio and you actually just get in there and stop listening to that voice in your head and you just sit the fuck down for 10 hours and you get shit done sober.
2: yeah and I also like anyway think of it think of it like this a little bit like if you do it enough that it's like kind of your baseline mental state then like you don't really get the benefit for your music that you would right like so for instance like it is good to break you out of like how you've thought about this song for a while you worked on the song for 40 hours sober all 40 and then you smoke some weed and listen to it after taking a little break you're gonna you're gonna listen to it in a different way more like a like like removed from all of the stuff that you were just focusing on so intently and that's like the benefit of like making it the exception is that then it is a a different way to think about what you're doing but if you're if it's if it's you sat down to write the beat and you were already high like that you're gonna there's no benefit to listening to it sober it's not gonna sound better sober yeah or you're not gonna think of it like you're you, you can only work forwards into that you can't work backwards um totally, yeah, I love when you need a fresh perspective. that's
1: why it's a love hate thing because like you said, when you take time away from it, then it's like you definitely feel it when you have no tolerance, and that's when I find I like I said, without fail, always have these breakthroughs and like realize certain like traps I was falling into or certain. Stuff that I was not questioning, but just kind of doing subconsciously, and and I feel like I definitely get benefit from that. Same with like a track that you started or you had sitting around a while, and you're kind of tunnel visioned. I feel like it always resets me back on track. But is it enough to warrant condoning it and telling other people to do it? I must still lean towards no. But it's like a multi-variable thing, right? I still indulge and like it, and will continue to but it's also like just because i like it i'll i'm not going to you know not keep it real with you guys and tell you how i actually feel about it and what i think cuz uh you know if we're trying to be at the top level of what we're
0: doing then we
1: we need to consider all these things
0: amen and you know yeah. the pal- yeah. the the podcast episode being about balance it's so easy to get out of balance with these substances that instantly make us feel better, that give us that dopamine hit that achieving something does. Like if you spend uh, tens of hours to make a super dope song, you're going to get that dopamine hit, but it's kind of a delayed gratification. You know, and you know, if you're in that flow state, you feel really good all the way through. But you know, sometimes just hitting that, that drug, that drink, that smoke, whatever, like that gives you that hit and then, like it was like, oh, why am I motivated to go get it the long way? And mm-hmm. you know, again, I smoke weed. My buddy just bought me a Rick and Morty themed bong. Now, I'm not going to yeah. quit now. It's, it's <laughs> you know, it's too good. Too many multiverses to explore. But you know, but also taking breaks, being honest with myself about you know, am am I smoking the pipe, or is the pipe smoking me? You know, that's something my dad <laughs> my dad taught me back in the day. You know when when you know maybe in college or something like hey, just make sure you're smoking a pipe and it's not smoking you buddy uh you know and it's you know be aware of your balance be honest with yourself take those breaks you know have times where you skip cravings where you're like oh i'm gonna smoke right now you know what i actually don't need to right now honestly i can stay right where i'm at keep working and i don't need to smoke or maybe i can get the same kind of like you know benefit from like eating the benefit I'm going for by like eating or drinking some water or doing some stretching or working out. while this, you know, song is bouncing. Like there's, there's other answers and they don't all have to be, let's get high.
1: Definitely. And, uh, I want to bring up this comment. Sephiro said, said, I really wish I was the kind of person to be able to moderate with things, but I'm very obsessive and whatever I do, I tend to do too much. It's a weird all-or-nothing complex I have. Super frustrating. I empathize definitely, and it's easy to look at it in a negative context and be like, "This, you know, I I struggle with this. I have a hard time. I'm obsessive. I do all the wrong things." But it's like you're also at the dojo, which means you're obsessive about the right things too. And I think it's just kind of a balancing game where if let's say if let's say your baseline level of dopamine is here and and weed gets you to here for example if you can up your daily routine to be closer up to here where weed isn't doing as much to you you're gonna have a much easier time quitting i think it's just hard you know or or whatever like substance it is i think when when stuff starts getting harder you start putting more pressure on yourself you start judging yourself harder you start really getting in your own head this is where i think it becomes a slippery slope and people get caught up in it quicker than they realize and again that's the reason why you know i would never condone doing something for creativity that could have negative effects like throughout your life and yes it's like a more moderate kind of substance or whatever but i think again just kind of playing devil's advocate to this conversation which for the last 10 years has been Pod is great. Pot is great. Pod is great. Solves everything. And just realizing that like, as artists, you know, where we can be maybe a little more ADD, sometimes we can be a little more stuck in our heads, sometimes maybe a little more obsessive and all of that. And I just want to encourage people to be real with themselves. And, you know, if you haven't done a sober session in the last like couple months, then I am just not going to take your word for it when you're like, Oh, I could do it without, or I don't need it or whatever. Like at the end of the day, the, the voice in your head will always be honest with you and you cannot run from it. And I think deep down, everybody knows moderation is key and balance like we're talking about today. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I think, you know, it's often brushed to the side and people are like, nope, I like this thing. It makes me feel cool. It makes me feel creative. So I'm going to keep doing it. But, you know, just watch out for your mental health, guys, because gets, shit gets real, and it's a slippery slope, like I said, and uh, you will you will be creative
0: without any of these things. Amen. Yeah, I I also really don't like the argument that, like, drugs bring creativity. I think being a human being brings creativity, and drugs are all over the place, different substances, the ones our brain makes, the ones the plants make, whatever, you know, but you know like people are like oh yeah lewis carroll wrote alice in wonderland he must have been on acid for that no i think he just was an interesting dude making up silly stories like for a kid and acid was like not invented when he was alive so <laughs> you know i i think i think creativity just happens people have been creative forever people have also been getting high for basically forever too so Again, just balance. Like, be healthy. Yeah. If you notice something's taking over your life, or that the things you want to do are now more difficult because of this substance, stop. Take a break. If you need help or an accountability buddy, please find that help. Um, you know, it's out there. So, you know, totally. balance. Yeah. Answer that question with, uh... about the weed strains. It was a very innocent, fun question <laughs> that we went on a deep dive. <laughs> it's about important about though. Like, yeah, most, people, shit too. most people. Yeah, I feel like it's fucking...
2: important skip over that shit yeah it's super yeah
0: important.
2: again because
1: uh, everybody's just like oh it's amazing can't do no harm cures everything and it's like yeah it is definitely amazing and definitely it's it's fucked helps. up that it's illegal yeah States, nobody should be in a cage for it for sure <laughs> definitely but you know people also got to be honest about the other side i think yeah, that's realistic. not talked about enough but uh you know again if you're having uh troubles, like quitting and whatever, like, again, make it harder to fall back into the habit than, than to get back into, it. you know, like I just don't keep lighters around or papers or nothing like that because it's just one less step to getting a bud, finding a thing to smoke it out of and doing it. You know, um, I feel very happy in a medium where I just consume if it's around, but try not to for myself, or just keep it in a totally different place. So that when I'm at home, when I'm in my workspace, it's not even around. Because definitely like, I'm the type when I get into the routine, if it's around, I'm gonna indulge. And I love getting caffeinated and blazed and just working on stuff. But, you know, over time, like I would notice that stuff makes me a little more anxious. And it like, makes me a little less settled mentally with my thoughts and all that stuff and uh yeah the the studio boost is nice but being focused 24/7 makes me get more done anyway
2: so yeah you need to have the total yeah. package to to be able to come up with a creative output that is actually going to move the needle for you and like if you're trying to take this production thing seriously or take it to the next level right you got to have got to have that balance in your life to be able to get to get everything done, that it actually takes so much to release music at a high level. Like you can't, you you need to be able to balance all those parts of your life to get it to get it done right. Um, so we talked a little bit about some mental stuff, some some nutrition stuff. What do you guys is like favorite habits or tricks to like get a little bit of you know physical boost? Some 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 workouts, some some yoga. You know, other than, other than you know, standing up and stretching a little bit, like what do you what do you guys do to actually keep your, your physical shape up? I mean, for for one, everyone needs to hear this. If you're producing music, you are at length, maybe all day, very large portions of your day, in the worst possible physical position for your body. You are a shrimp. You're just shrimping it right in front of the computer and your back is hunched and your neck's forward and you're just tear more of a banana posture kind of guy myself. Um, dude, when I play guitar, I am the shrimpiest shrimp of all time. I don't know what it is, but I just start sh- <laughs> shrimping so you hard. You Put to your sheet music something. on the
0: ceiling. So you-
2: <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it takes Reverse me shrimp. like an, it. Dude, if I'm playing guitar for like an hour, my back is wrecked. And like the thing mm. is, like I don't, I don't have a mirror in front of me to be like, yo, like you're shrimping hard, dude. <laughs> you gotta stop. And so I'll just like be playing guitar, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my back hurts really bad. Anyway, you just take don't. Take you can't, down. you can't escape it. You need, you need to balance out the shrimp life with actually taking care of your body. So what are some shrimp healthy, life. healthy tips and tricks? I'm going to get th-
0: shrimp life tatted across shrimp my, gang. across my shriveled pecs like Tupac. Shrimp,
2: game, <laughs> shrimp gang, shrimp gang, shrimp gangs. Yeah, gang, not squid wrap, gang, just shrimp, shrimp gang. gang.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, for me, I got turned onto this app last year called FitOn, F-I-T-O-N. It's a free app. I think there's a paid version where you get like meal plans and some sort of bonus content or something, but I've never bothered paying for it. The free version has just tons of workouts between like five minutes and 30 minutes that are in all sorts of, you know, just like simple stretching, super chill, you know, workouts, tough workouts, you know, Pilates, yoga weight training interval training there's all sorts of different stuff and so you can just like pop on there and just okay well i got 10 minutes and i i don't i want to do like a chill exercise and you can like put those in the search and that's what'll come up or you can do like little challenges where it was like okay i'm gonna get you know this many exercises done this month and then the the app will remind you like hey you're a little behind on your you know send you a push notification that you're behind on your numbers and yeah, i think I, I currently drop, am
2: drop the name
0: of the app in the chat for it's the called people. fit on f-i-t-o-n like get your fit on okay that's pretty simple yeah pretty simple but it's a really good app it's on your phone you can get it on a tablet you know you can just do download it, it right now do it anywhere in the world yeah uh that one's been really clutch for me that's that's how I've been staying sorta of fit during you know the time where I'm not going to a real yoga studio. Although I gotta like hit up these yoga studios I used to go to, and like I imagine they're probably starting to open back up. And, I don't know about going to hot yoga with a mask on; that might actually kill me. But, or maybe Yo, it's just like you sweat pick. extra. You know what I'm saying? That you get really get your money's worth going to hot yoga with a mask on. Can we acknowledge that shrimp pick? Yeah, this little cat shrimp, shrimp fucking daddy. tipping his tipping his crown cap at us thanks goosetronics (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you need
2: one of a shrimp playing guitar and then like it's
0: me oh hey yo i'm so glad goosetronics and miko just at the same minute uh brought up wim hof breathing techniques if y'all don't know who wim hof is uh he's the ice man he like goes does like super cold water you know, endurance athletics, climbs mountains and shorts and no shirt, you know, like, and he's developed this breathing technique where, you know, pardon me if I'm not getting this exactly right, but basically you like fill up your lungs all the way and then just let out a little bit of air, just like, you know, just from your momentum, like, <gasps> and just keep coming back to the top. And you do this like over and over, like 30, 40, 50 times. And it, like, highly oxygenates your body. And it also, like, apparently, like, makes your your body less acidic. And it warms up your body a ton and allows you to stay warmer. And, you know, if you think about that, like, if you ever go do any athletics outdoors, you, you show up and it's like, oh, shit, it's really cold for the soccer game. But by the time you're running around and breathing hard, you feel warm. You're not even thinking about the cold anymore. And that's the basic idea. Um, a lot of people do that, like, you know, turn the shower knob over to cold at the end of the shower, I do that sometimes and do that breathing technique until, you know, just basically stay there until the cold doesn't bother me anymore. So the cold feels
2: normal. I've done that, like before getting in like a cold river or something, like I've done that and it absolutely works. I haven't, I guess I, I, I never thought about doing it or maybe just thought it was like too much or excessive to do daily. Like well I've never I've never just like done it as like a daily thing as like a a break. I'm curious what y'all what y'all in the chat uh do with the Wim Hof to like how do you integrate it into your day, right? Like what is a... Miko says multiple times a day, especially if I feel
0: emotionally dysregulated or anxious or need to focus. So, yeah.
2: I got to try it. Yeah, it's man,
0: it's real hard. as hell. It like changes your your whole outlook Dude, really t- quickly. Yeah.
2: It does it does work. It only takes like two or
1: three times before you don't even hesitate to just step under it. Like I I I had a period where I was just doing cold showers straight for like a month, month and a half. Yeah. And uh
2: cold showers only? Cold showers only. Oh man, that's brutal. I start Uh, start them hot 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 to do all the things I need to do, wash my
0: face and shit, and then I like switch it cold for the last few minutes. But you know, Tesco, Tesco's hardcore. (laughs) Man, Flash Alpha Squirrel.
2: Why does it feel like a form of torture though? I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a little extreme and like, think of it. The benefits of this, are so worth it, but I guess I'm just like not sitting here like, yeah, I'm about to do some Wim Hof. before I, produce. Yeah. I mean,
1: think, think of this. If you're trying to get more control in your life and you're in a situation where your body is screaming, no, don't step under this. And you go against those thoughts that are occurring yeah. in your brain. It just, it helps you, I don't want to say detach from your emotions, but it helps you be a little more independent of your emotions. And obviously, it fucking sucks, bro. Like the first two or three times, every time I'm getting back into it, if I'm doing just cold, I'm like watching just the water go out of the thing. And I'm just like, I can feel my heart rate getting faster internally. I just feel like the stress building up and I don't want to. And it feels like, It feels like when you're standing at the edge of like a a cliff or like a tower or something and you're like, oh, you're feeling kind of wobbly. You're feeling weird. And then you go in and then it sucks and you're like, (gasps) you're breathing all like speeds up and it fucking sucks. And then you just relax and you just let it happen to you and you just submit to the cold water. That's the biggest thing. Just submit to it. Get in. Take a deep breath. Don't tense up as it hits you. Just relax into it. And honestly, after two, three times, like I don't know, most people's reaction when I tell them ju- I just do pure cold showers, which I don't now, by the way, I won't even play off like I'm some YouTube guru that does this twenty-four-seven, and I am an enlightened individual. I think anybody that's saying they do this shit all the time is
0: bullshitting. I don't know. When off be doing that shit all the
1: time. <laughs> I mean, but that's like a different case. There's like, I I think people on the internet will have you feeling bad about not, you know, keeping meticulous track of your goals and not doing drinking two liters or however much you need of water and meditating two hours a day and reading seven books a day. Like people will make you feel bad for that. But at the end of the day,
0: like
1: 99.9% of people are not doing this shit all the time but it's good for you to try out for the mental exercise of it. Like, Or or I don't know, to me, I didn't go into it. Sorry, I was just going to say, I didn't go into it being like, I love the feeling of just cold water. It was just like, I'm going to do a period of this to just undoubtedly see like, what are the benefits
0: of just pure cold showers? Science. A man of science has to test the hypothesis and actually get the results. And just Um, for some practical ass benefits, you know when you get out of a hot shower and then immediately out of the hot shower, the bathroom feels freezing cold and then you're shivering, but mm -hmm. your body is still super hot, so you're sweating, which makes you even colder. And then you're like, I just got clean and I'm already covered in sweat. Yeah, That's like the worst thing. That is the logical reason I give myself for needing to turn the shower cold at the end because okay. it's like, okay, I can, I can get out of, and you turn off a cold shower. The bathroom feels like the warmest, most pleasant place <sighs> yeah. in the world. And you're not sweating at all. You're just like, oh, yep. Ready for life. That's brilliant.
2: Yeah. 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 So uh, new map says takes me back to the days I spent in Sweden, hot sauna to a frozen Lake back and forth. That's I, amazing. For I could not love that anymore. When there's snow on the ground here in Bend, beautiful Bend, Oregon, when there's snow on the ground, we got our hot tub in the backyard. That is literally my favorite. In the hot tub, jump out, full snowman in the ground for 30 seconds, wherever long you could stand it, get back in the hot tub. It's like extremely good for your circulation. So, I mean, you could you could even do that in the shower, right? Instead of just going cold at the end to get out, you could do hot, cold, hot, cold, hot cold and then get out i know it's probably hard to like also wash your body while you're managing the temperature a million times i don't but you just move the thing and then keep like, soaping yourself and then for, move the thing again and rinse yourself off and then move the thing again while you're washing your face and you know for like healing healing injuries or like improving your circulation or you got like a sore back or something stiff like Hot cold cycles are huge in like getting that to feel normal again, um, and actually you know loosen up and and function like you wanted to. Amen,
1: totally. Um, I really just have one last note on the topic. I think the biggest thing that helped me with all this self health productivity stuff is not getting lost. What's that saying actually? It's like uh, don't lose the forest for the trees or something. It's, it's, it's like don't get so that's caught up on yeah. cold showers and all of this stuff if there's other stuff in your life that's falling apart that will give you more bang for your buck mm. to address that's so really good point. everybody is going to be selling you should be reading you know 60 books a year and you should be doing this and that and you need to be meditating 2 hours a day and and all of this stuff that yeah in an ideal world this sounds great but at the end of the day For example, if you feel like you have like substance problems or something, fuck cold showers and take care of that first. The other thing too is if you feel like cold showers are going to fix your life, but you're eating one meal a day, sleeping four hours, make it make sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just like, don't meditate for two hours and just get two more hours of sleep. Get your sleep on track
0: and your nutrition. Bro, that how have we not too. talked about sleep for a whole hour of talking about this shit? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sleeping. Sleeping. Uh, uh, one more thing on cold showers and weed. Like, if you're having trouble quitting weed, like the 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 actual like willpower it takes to, to turn the water cold is the exact same willpower it takes to not smoke a bowl. Like, oh, this will feel better if I don't do this and it'll feel not as good if I do that, but it'll be good for me. Like whatever, whatever you can do to build that willpower builds that willpower. So, you know, cross train on that shit if you can. But I feel you sleep. That's something I neglected for a long time. And the, like, the second half of this year that has happened so far, I have been a lot better about sleep and my mood is better. Um, you know, maybe my overall productivity is down, but my sanity and my happiness are up. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a balance I'm willing to strike. Um, you know, and and when I was neglecting sleep to work way harder, I would burn myself out. And then I would have weeks of barely getting shit done. And so, I was yeah, like, OK, technically, I can get more done in a day, but I don't actually need to. I'd rather get more done in the month.
1: Yeah. And the other thing is too, like, if you're trying to make these changes, like quit something, you are definitely not going to do a sleep deprived. Like I definitely notice my willpower is the lowest and my mental talk is the most self-destructive when I am sleep deprived and or hungry. And then I just have a unsettled feeling and I take a way out that isn't the actual solution it's a band-aid to the solution so like there was just no way before that I would be able to quit if I decided today and I don't get good sleep tomorrow at some point my inner voice will find a way to convince me and I will fall to it versus if I just got good sleep I would feel better inside I don't feel this sense that something is missing it makes it easier to forget about it and move on. Yeah, it's still hard when you get cravings and you're thinking about it and all that stuff, but like it's it actually made it a possibility for me. Like before I would just be sleep deprived all the time, working on music, smoking bowls, all that shit, and you just get in the habit and then you just feel like crap internally and you don't even realize it versus when you get your diet and sleep on track, there's just less of this
2: longing for external stuff. Yeah. Totally. Um, Slapzilla makes a good point as well. Do any of y'all sleep too much? Um, Like that, I honestly, I have found that that is absolutely a thing. For me, like six hours is a minimum to not feel wrecked. Seven and a half hours is perfect. Like if I wake up exactly seven and a half hours from the moment I went to sleep, like I have a chance of being rested. Um, 10 hours of sleep feels nice, but then I am just absolutely wrecked that entire day. Like I'm just like tired the whole day, which is not unusual. Like in general, like I've never been able to wake up easily. Like I don't wake up feeling rested like ever. Um, And so like doing whatever I can to try and optimize towards that number of hours of sleep that I've found, I actually have the best chance of not feeling like a shrimp when I wake up. It, it helps, right? And then the other thing that I found is even though oh, I would like I would like to have a variable bedtime and variable wake up time every day, it's just not the most beneficial for your sleep, right? So what I've been trying to do lately that I found works really well: go to bed between eleven at midnight and wake up between six thirty and seven thirty, just. Whatever time, if it's eleven, set my alarm for six thirty. If it's midnight, set my alarm for seven thirty. Wake up, and then snooze is like the. It's just like the, the most insidious, like dopamine hit to go back to sleep. You don't get you don't get better sleep. That's you the ever worst. Hit, fucking you hit snooze joint ever. nine times. Like your, your day is done, dude. You're going to feel so tired. And actually I learned something from Sean C about just doing stuff in life in general that I've found actually to be, that I remembered the other day and like started implementing it when I'm waking up. That works really well. If you give yourself a countdown in your head backwards from five to one, like, okay, I got to get out of bed. And I think I might just go back to sleep. No. Okay. You're going to count from five five, four, three, two, one. And like whatever, I I don't know what it is, but like the mental trigger of like counting yourself down, there's like a 40% better chance I'll actually get out of bed if I do a countdown in my head, which doesn't sound like a lot, but moves the needle, right? Like Because the the difference between getting out of bed when you're tired and not getting out of bed is just a decision. And that decision is really, really hard to make sometimes. So anything you can do to break yourself out of the mental rut of like, no, I don't want to do that works really good. And I found that that just like counting back from five to one like helps me get out of bed right at seven and a half hours because without hitting snooze, then I actually get out once I'm moving. Like I feel much better. Amen. You know, I think. A lot of what we've talked about
0: comes down to willpower and doing exercises. So we'll probably have to do a whole episode at some point about building willpower or something. But you know, yeah. for now, I think we've covered a lot of really good stuff. Big
2: yeah, the full package.
0: Big ups to the chat. Really appreciate big up, chat. that uh, that y'all are here with us. And, yeah, much uh, love to the chat. Yeah, y'all. Wonderful. Sparked thanks. a lot of great conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for helping us, uh, uh, you know, uh, go off the dome here and and, and wing this episode with no guest. Uh, really appreciate y'all. Definitely helped co create a dope episode. So, humans, peace. And peace among worlds. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Much love. Kill him. He's a spy. I got to go take a shit. All right, humans, what a good episode. Shouts out to Tesco with his spooky season tune, Monsters Are Real. That's the song of the week. You're hearing it behind me. And go down below for some sweet links to that. Also support our sponsors, Dojo TV. That's free producer live stream classes from the Producer Dojo Senseis. Absolutely no reason not to click that link for some dope free classes and content for your producer needs. And then the weekly download where you can learn from our mentor Ill Gates in his private weekly group lessons and get access to over two 150 more episodes in the archive for just 20 bucks a month. And guest practices where you can learn from Seth Drake at the Approach Institute. He's the best engineer we know, and your first class is free. Make sure to follow the podcast on TikTok and on Instagram at The Human Music Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Human Music Pod. If you got an idea for an episode topic or a question, then please email us at thehumanmusicpodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on YouTube or one of our socials. And, uh, yeah, until next time, humans, peace out. Peace among worlds. I like it.